Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There are a lot of new releases this week. Also, Microsoft. Also, Sony. Also, also, Amazon failed as we predicted. As the cards dictate. There's a, another reference I'm trying to remember that I didn't. So, all right, cool. There's some weird silence for you. Off to a strong start. Strong start, indeed. I'm trying to remember what the other joke saying was. It's as the cars dictate and another one that indicates basically the same thing. Uh, the only one I can think of is you challenge, do you challenge me? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. This is a podcast. So it appears. Uh, you might know it as the Gamers 2 podcast. Or you might know it as nothing. You might not know it, apparently. You're learning. You're going to learn something in the first 20 seconds. How uh, long has it been? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. It's October 16th, and this is your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry <laughs> and some other things by chance, if they come up. He has slightly changed it up. Yeah, just just randomly. Slight modifications, one might say. Improv. That's literally this entire podcast is just yes anding improv with stories as our uh, prompts, one would say. So, yeah. Shall we begin with... <laughs> Can't do it. I almost entirely stole a podcast yep. segment line. <laughs> It's just natural, like, I don't know, I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah, right as I went to say it, I was like, I can't finish that line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There are a a lot of new releases. So, yeah, it was a very big list, and I had to double through it three different times to make sure that there weren't duplicates. I might, I am still not convinced there's not a duplicate in here that I missed. I did not use Control-F to find out, but instead I will leave it to the people to tell me that I'm wrong. So it begins. Number one, G.I. Joe Operation Blackout for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number two, Red Wings Aces of the Sky for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. That title could have went in a different direction. That's 100% true. I could have stopped after Red Wings. Number three, (laughs) Remothered Broken Porcelain for PC. PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, Second Second Extinction 
for the PC. Number five, Torchlight 3 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number six, Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest for PC. I feel like that's one of the titles where they were just throwing a dart at a dartboard with different, like, you know, they played They played Mad Libs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We need a noun. Heart. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number seven, Onichanbara Origin for the PC and PlayStation. Number eight, Partisans 1941 for the PC. Number nine, Return for the PC and Xbox. Number 10, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition is officially out for PC. It's also on Game Pass. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> as soon as I saw Age of Empires, I'm like, he's going to be like, Game Pass. That is the first mention of Game Pass this episode. How many will there be over under on five, Matthew? I need to get a clicker. <laughs> and then find me if I go above five or something. Uh, number 11, Airplane Mode for PC. Number 12, Alpaca Ball All-Stars for the PC and Switch. If that's not what I'm imagining it to be, I think this game is a letdown. I think you could give it a try in your quest to find something to fill your gaps. (laughs) (laughs) Gaps of games. Uh, Number 13, (laughs) Cake Bash for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and... Google Stadia. Number 14, Cloudpunk for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 15, Doodle God Evolution for the PlayStation. Number 16, Hunting Simulator 2 for the Switch. Number 17, Monster Truck Championship for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 18, Ring of Pain for the PC. Number 19, Roki for the Switch. Number 20, Space Crew for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 21, Tennis World Tour 2 for the Switch. Number 22, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 23, Aquanox Deep Descent for the PC. Number 24, Crown Tick, sorry, Crown Trick. For the PC and Switch. Number 25, Matt's favorite game on the list. Fishing North, Amer- North Atlantic for the PC. You really want to get in those fishing games? Might check that one out. 40 bucks. Num- Is it VR? <laughs> I didn't check that. I only saw the price point because it was on the front page of Steam when I looked at something else earlier. Number 26, Ghost of Tsushima. Legends multiplayer update. Is officially out for PlayStation. And number 27, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit for the Switch. What a list. It's a big list. It is big. There was a video that was posted uh, that I think it was a person in Japan had bought Mario Kart Home Circuit. And they were driving it around. And their cats were just destroying the track. <laughs> I was gonna say is there's there I saw something about cats in the in in this game, so Yeah, they they were just kind of like looking at the car and like wanting to play with it. But there he had set up the little I don't know if it's the finish line part of it or if it was just another gate. He'd set that up and they're like kinda of looking around it and like batting at the car and then they climb through the gate, like the whole thing and it just looks so funny because it's you see I think he's playing as Luigi, just driving around and there are just what would be the equivalent of like 
Godzilla-sized cats just storming the track and trying to swap the car and stuff. Uh, do you... I just... Sometimes Nintendo just, like, nails things. You know what I mean? Like, they just... Yeah, yeah. Do you think they do it by design or it's just, like... No. They get lucky. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, I, I think it's a slight combination. I think somebody comes up with the design. And they just like, we could probably do this. And they're like, oh, I mean, screw it. We got nothing else going on. Go ahead. Launch it. I'm, I'm, I'm 95% positive that's how Labo happened. Mm-hmm. Is that somebody just looked at a bunch of cardboard boxes that were sitting in their office. Like, what the hell do we do with this? I don't know. Shove a Joy-Con in it. Ooh, look at this. We made a thing. <laughs> uh I also wouldn't That's be the solution. I, shove a Joy-Con in it. I also, <laughs> I also wouldn't be horribly talk about su- filling gaps. <laughs> hey, I also wouldn't be horribly surprised if it was all the Wii U boxes they bought back. They just repurposed the cardboard and junked the machines. <laughs> they ordered like twenty million Wii U boxes, but no. one sold like yeah, they only <laughs> sold like three, and they're like, "Well, I mean, we have seventeen million boxes. What do we do?" I don't know. Cut them up and make a robot out of it. Cut it up. Shove a Joy-Con in it. Yeah. Then you can make a piano somehow. Amazing. We're in the future. Yeah, we really are. I want to see people start taking this outside, though. I don't know what it is rated for on the box or anything, but I can see a lot of entertainment and potentially a lot of trouble. But if you took it like through a food court Mm -hmm. when people were still... We were allowed to be in food courts. <laughs> yeah. But you go to a food court at a decently popular mall and you just do a quick, even if you just get there really early before the lunch rush and set up the track so you can map it out for the cars and just put the finish line like under your table or something and then wait, you and your buddy or whatever, just wait. Food, everybody starts showing up for food hour and you are now not only dodging course obstacles but you are just dodging people walking around there's definitely uh there's potential there's potential i'm sure there'll be some some good youtube channels that they're that, uh, they're better rocket from in this. case in case you're curious if you add in the last four ideas we've given youtube there's another one amazing brilliant brilliant should we start the news we should you should. I should. Yep. Going with odds. Sick of me with the odds. Yep. Don't know what they are after the first story, but odds. I don't even remember what the first story is. I think it's the first word Sony, and that's about where I stopped reading. Well, the first, like, two, I two, think. Are, yeah. Yeah. Let's not, you know, oversell how many Sony stories we have. What are we, It shills? was almost three. Are we Sony shills? No. That's three. It was almost three. Arguably, we're a Microsoft shill, but technically, we don't even shill them. <laughs> We're weird. We kind of shit. Well, you kind of shill the Game Pass thing. I shill Game Pass, but I don't shill Microsoft. Yeah, but we're pretty like in the Sony console camp just because of the whole PC thing. Because we have PCs, yeah, yeah. So we're we're all over the place. It is a it is a funny thing to be able to say that we officially do not have ally ties with any of them. Yeah, and it's not even a joke statement. That's just legitimately true. Where you do hear. Some podcasts out there that say they have no ties, but we all know mm-hmm. well and good that they do. And you have a Switch. I hate I, Nintendo. Yeah, you hate Nintendo. I own a Switch. I have VR. I've played games on my phone. Yeah. So we're we cover it all. We, yeah, we cover a good amount of shit for the most part. 
I play Pokemon. You hate popular things. <laughs> I just hate games. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. I've played Among <laughs> Us. He bailed on us. Listen, don't say that. <laughs> don't just say that. <laughs> Samantha's like really upset about that too. Because I think she was really... She had there, like there will be other times. It's okay, but did she was she having like a whole strategy plan? Did she have the maps? I don't out? know. I don't think so. I think she was just like kind of when we just... watched the girlfriend reviews video of Among Us and how she was like psyched about it because I think that's the same thing for her. Ah, She's that it gave her that little bit of yeah, like adrenaline. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can be included on equal you know footing. Yeah, right up until. You two started fighting the house, and I'm just going to be like, oh, I can't. No. Well, she's a terrible liar, so. Well, there's there's a mix of, like, terrible liar, but you have to be good about, if you're in the same room as somebody, of just not saying anything. Well, I mean, I was planning on, like, having her in a different room. In the office, and I'd be in the living room or yeah, something like Yeah, because, like, when we were. Because we could close the door between us if we had to. When we were playing online, this is completely not even story-related anymore, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about this later, but when we were playing the first time, or when I was officially in my first, like, Let's Plays sessions, uh, there's a couple people that we play with that sit, I'm pretty sure, basically in Lazy Boys, like, right next, right near each other. But we're all in a Discord call, and we're all, you know, everybody just, sh- the moment the round starts, shut up. No words, unless we had a couple. We uh, a couple games we had some new people, so we're like, if you have a question or something, like we'll answer the question. But you know, there is no, there is no talk, there is no yelling when you die, there is no, blah blah blah. And I just purposely mute now, so I don't yeah. even, I don't even risk me not saying something. I just have a toggle mute on my keyboard, and it's just like it's a good time. But I can't imagine. There's times where I could be like, I could definitely see myself being in the same room and then just being like, I just don't even make a face right now. Yeah, the temptation's too much, really. Yeah. If you're in the same room. First story of the evening. Numero uno. Sony offered more details on the limits of the PlayStation. PlayStation 5s <laughs> were a good start, folks. They started with more limits on the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5's backwards compatibility, including a list of of 10 PS4 games that won't work on the new system. The complete list of PS4-only games is as follows. DWVR. Do you know what that is? Nope. Okay, good. Afro Samurai 2. Revenge know, of no, Puma. Volume 1. That's a very long title. I've heard of Afro Samurai, but that's about it. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, other than me acknowledging that yes, so if I, I got nothing else. TT, Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge 2. Now that we 100% know of, because I've called it out for the Switch and PlayStation numerous times. Probably the best, it might be the only, motorcycle racing game. Just deal with it. Uh, I be- I, I want to say, and I'm not positive, that was one of those like phone playroom games. Okay. But I'm not positive. Shadow Complex Remastered. Didn't know that there was a remastered one. Uh, Robinson The Journey We Sing Hitman Go Definitive Edition Which is a mobile game Is that a typo? What? Shadwin Don't know what that is Joe's Diner Is the last one 
Uh, Sony noted that the PS4 has a library of more than 4,000 games, making the incompatible titles account for less than one quarter of 1% of the past generation system's offerings. In case anybody's curious, that's less than 0.25%. Also, uh, <laughs> they did have their little, you know, asterisk moment where they said that... Uh, more could be added. Kind of. They said that, you know, there might be some bugs and errors. So if you have any issues, just reboot, essentially. Is what yeah, they yeah. Said. Turn it off, turn it back on again. Yep. I mean, here's the thing. We're saying that they would... That they can work on that. We're not saying they're going to run well, just that you can start them. Bingo. A lot of, uh, we don't really go into it this week, but there was a lot of, like, if you're curious in specific consoles, do a little of the oogly googly, uh, because, uh, you know, there's a lot of previews going around if you're interested, a lot of talk of system temps and stuff like that. I find it fascinating what becomes relevant during new console generations. Because when have we ever gave a flying fuck about how hot a console runs? Uh, never. I think the only t- reason we're even slightly concerned now is because everybody started town at cooling after people started complaining that jet engines were taking off in their living room. Which is really, like, the PS4 is really no louder than, like, a dirty PS3 gets. Right, yeah. And we'll talk about that when the PS5 gets dirty later on. It's got what? vacuum it's, holes. Yeah. People didn't clean their PS4s. Sure, it's a little harder. <laughs> but they the still issue. didn't do it. I cleaned my PS4. Yeah, so did I. But we're not the average... As far as I'm concerned, we are not considered the average gamer. Or the average consumer. <laughs> there are people, you were kind of one of them. Shots that, fired. They are fucking welcome to it. That use it mainly as a media center, which is. Those, I, I'm sorry, of, I don't have friends to play games with. That's not even that's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Not on the friends account. Bullshit have, that you need them to play games. <laughs> I don't disagree that you have no friends. I'm disagreeing that you need them to play games. We will revisit this conversation at a later date. Don't you talk to me or my son ever again. (laughs) We'll revisit it on the November 19th of Cyberpunk's release date when hopefully we're playing in the same room. (laughs) And playing a non-multiplayer game in the same room. Yep. Once again, things we don't need friends for. Also, we do need to discuss that. I know know you're in a different situation, but Mm -hmm. I want to just get the feel out because I want to put mine in if I do do it just to... I can put it in as early or as late as like November 5th, but mm-hmm. I can even put it in actually technically like November 18th, but I just want to, you know, be nice. Yeah. Give people a little heads up of things. Anyway, let's talk about number two. Actually, we're going to talk about number 1.5 because I don't see it in number two in my quick summary and I don't see it anywhere else in the doc. Uh, and Matt will correct me in about five seconds. But if you're curious, the PS5 UI, which is more interesting as far as I'm concerned than temps. But the PS5 UI got a breakdown on the PlayStation YouTube channel. It did. So if you're curious what your new user interface will look like, go have a look. Looks pretty crisp, I think. I like it. I, I it, definitely like the throwback to the PS3 style. It has. It, it's a three. It's, it's a throwback when you right as you log in, like when you choose your profile. It's a PS3 particle effect, yep. and then you log in and you're like. 
that looks like a system update to a PlayStation 4 screen. Yep. It what went those, from what are those cards on the top? <laughs> it went from the flat tiles to like the rounded uh edges. Edges, like the same thing Android and iOS did where they went from like, oh, let's round everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything looks better if it's smooth edges. <laughs> None of this rigidity. Gross. You get those squares out of here. But yeah. So there's that there's that mm-hmm. new card feature of yeah, Which I'm still not the way they explain in the video. Not a hundred percent understanding, it's, but I get the I get some of the ideas. But like the level thing, I was like, that's I, the part that I, I don't, don't like because. So you're telling me if I have like what they showed Sackboy, and I'm assuming it's only going to be really relevant on first party games, right? That's my other thought is that it's got to be a first party thing, or just like that PlayStation assistance thing. I'm assuming it's going to be a first-party thing. Probably. Or at least a... Yeah, it's got to be a first-party thing. There's no way you're going to curate for mm-hmm. 7,000 games. Which, I get the idea behind it, but to me, it's too much. It's like too... It's a weird thing to focus on as a new feature. Yeah. Uh, I think the... I think the, the... The PlayStation Assistance part of it is worse than the cards. In terms of like... I We all have phones. And I hate to bring up Diablo, but, like, we all have phones. (laughs) We can just watch YouTube really quick. Yeah. That would almost be a cool feature to have in the PlayStation app as, like, a companion feature. And even then, it's not necessarily that it's a disadvantage thing. Like, cool, it's still good to have Mm -hmm. it as as an option. But the level thing where they're like, you could pop into this part. I'm like, are you just telling me that I can jump into a level? I'm. I don't know what you mean by that. Like that just seems weird. But you know, if it's first party things, how does it work if it's a linear story? Because clearly, I can't just jump four levels ahead and do something. That doesn't make sense. No. But so we'll see. The um, standout feature to me was the picture and picture streaming. Picture and picture streaming of your friends stuff. Yeah. I'm assuming you can probably also potentially picture and picture like YouTube from just the media app. You can potentially mm-hmm. do that. But yeah, the idea of the new party stuff, which I'm about to talk about, is a good segue. The new parties that discuss, they seem more like they're chat servers is what they're kind of creating is a chat server that you can then, you could start playing a game, I could stream the game to the party, you could look at the stream, and then picture and picture it while you're still playing. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, hey, I know you got past this part, where the hell am I supposed to go, but you're in the middle of Sackboy land, well, you can help me out while I'm stuck in the middle of uncharted for some god reason i'm playing that yeah and the whole they kind of were presenting we're like kind of getting in the weeds on this but they were presenting parties as more of a uh static thing and not so much uh yeah i'm sure you can probably still delete them but it seemed more like they were almost like communities or groups mm-hmm. versus like just a club almost chat rooms yeah number two officially now sony released the latest PlayStation 4 firmware on Wednesday, System Software Update 8.00, which included an initially unannounced feature. Sony can now record voice chat audio, which users can submit to the company for, quote, moderation review. According to an update posted to the PlayStation blog, Sony is enabling the feature on PS4 as part of a plan to moderate voice communications on PlayStation 5. According to PlayStation's Community Code of Conduct, 
PlayStation Network users may not use or promote hate speech, threaten, bully, harass, or stalk anyone. Quote, be vulgar or offensive, quote, or encourage anyone to hurt themselves or someone else, among other rules. Don't be a dick. Sony's move to record chat, audio, and moderate user accounts based on it has raised privacy concerns for some players, but may be effective in cracking down on abuse and harassment delivered through voice chats on PlayStation Network. The new feature appears to be applied to PlayStation Network chat by default, and users do not appear to be able to have the ability to opt out from their having their audio recorded. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I'm off two minds on this. So am I. Go ahead. Uh, clearly, you don't want people getting harassed, Avi. Right, yes. That is, but, that is technically true, especially with the things we hear Call of Duty players say. Yep. But in the same I, instance, I, I, and Fortnite, and everyone, you know, say myself, you, Dewey, I don't like what you're implying. You know, <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> I, maybe <laughs> maybe Todd gets involved. Whoever, a group of us people who are comfortable with each other, and I'm like, hey, go suck a cock, you fat bastard, or your mom's looking pretty good tonight. You know, or those are all pretty nice things to sure, say, actually. Sure, Matt. But throw a few more examples in there. What's the ones that can get us banned? <laughs> My point is, context is key in a lot of these things. And Sony doesn't have the context for the most part. So there's, there's going to be a lot of false positives. Yes. So, yes, there will be. Uh, here's, here's the good news for me. Kind of, I guess. I first want to say I don't give a shit. Yeah. Techn- I mean... I, I don't give a shit technically. It doesn't really affect us. It doesn't affect us. And that's the thing when I say I don't give a shit. I do think it's a... It, once, Like you said, it's a good thing to moderate uh, <laughs> the racism and sexism that are rampant in those games. That you can just log into anything and say two words and you will hear it immediately. The other part of it is... It's if you're not doing that, you have nothing to worry about, right? Like, so just don't be, don't be a dickhead. The other part of it is once again, specifically pertaining to me, I'm ignoring the invasion of privacy thing. Cause like, yes, it's a thing, but it goes back to constantly you're using their stuff. Yeah. If you're being abusive on their stuff, they have the okay to say, you can't use our stuff. It's pretty simple. So that's where that conversation stops. But back to the specific point about me, this show's all about me. We, I don't think it'll affect me at all because I won't be in party chats. Yeah. I won't have PlayStation Plus. Or put it this way. I don't plan on having PlayStation Plus for anything. And all my stuff, otherwise, I don't, interact in parties like we used to back you know beginning of ps4 and everything up until probably mid-cycle when we were still constantly playing things together Mm -hmm. but i know dewey i know dewey's on there a lot more yeah but you and i have not been in a in a chat party on playstation in three years at least so it to me i'm just like okay cool go catch the shitty people i'm gonna sit over here and play baseball 
Yeah. And 95% of the time, I'm just going to hit the mute button on the controller anyway. So even then, don't take anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm cursing out the broadcasters for saying the same line for the 17,000th time. Realistically, it doesn't affect me in any way. On principle, I don't. I have an issue, a small issue with it on principle for privacy reasons, I guess. But I have a small, uh, yes, so I have a small issue in the same way, but I have uh, a few horrible jokes that I'm not going to say in this podcast that uh, would reach into the privacy problems. What's what's worse? Here, I'll I'll pose this question. What's worse to you? The patent that Microsoft listed at the beginning of the Xbox One cycle, in which they were going to use the Kinect to read body temperatures and everything like that, to then serve content to you based on it. They could tell if you were reacting well to a video and all those other things. They could scan your eye. There was all these uh, personalization things that they were going to be able to do with the Kinect to get data from you. Mm-hmm. Or Sony moderating chat because they're listening to you. I mean, clearly the Microsoft stuff. I know I made that like purposely sound my, worse, my issue but it with is it pretty bad. Is nowadays when I see this stuff, my mind immediately goes to worst case scenario. Yes. And I all I kept thinking about is they're basically warning you that you might be that you're going to be recorded. And I'm curious if it applies to the microphone on the controller. So are they? Is this like? Oh, they're just going to keep recording everything and logging literally all the data they can possibly get. Yeah, that was my like. Which went back tinfoil to like, hat. I'm just going to constantly have the thing muted anyway because I don't like. You know what I mean? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't use it, so there's no point in me having it. But yes, that's that's the part where it's like if you're moderating me in a chat party. Or if I'm in an online game or something, that's fine. But if I'm not in those things, you shouldn't be listening. But are you? Yeah. 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 So there there are those those types of concerns. There, I mean, there's a whole reason I don't have my webcam plugged in unless I'm using it. Yeah. Uh, not on my PlayStation. I'm, like, I'm literally on my PC. If I'm not using something, it's not plugged in. Samantha hasn't noticed yet, but she has a webcam because she does a lot of, you know, Zoom calls and stuff like that. Yeah. And if she's not using it and she's not in the room, I will take a piece of paper and put it over the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just literally all yanked my cable on it. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm not calling anybody with this, so get out. I always like, oh, maybe I'm just being crazy. Cover you. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Good night, <laughs> FBI agent. It's time to go to bed. Uh, speaking what, of remember, shitty things, no, go ahead. Actually, no. Speaking about that, remember what we talked about earlier? Uh, head, no, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, upset stomach diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pepto Bismol. Yeah, doesn't start with the head, no. Sh- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, yeah. shitty things. Um, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon has announced that it will be ending development on its free-to-play multiplayer shooter, Crucible. <gasps> Matt, say it ain't so. It had some success. They're shutting down the servers for good just over five months after the game's launch. 
Amazon is offering full refunds for any purchases made and will be disabling matchmaking in the coming weeks and shutting down its custom servers on November 9th, 2020. Amazon currently has its second attempt at a AAA release, MMO New World, <laughs> in development, though the game was recently delayed in spring of 2020 into spring of 2021 following feedback from players while in alpha. Now, over under on New World getting canceled. <laughs> that's, that's the other joke. Because uh, we saw the stuff with Crucible when it dropped. Mm-hmm. And saw all the things. We didn't play it. But we saw everything about it. And then we're like, they're going Radio Dark. And you and I both were like, there's no way. This game's not coming back. It's done. There's just no way. There's Amazon will learn very quickly that they shouldn't do this. And I think the Luna pivot pushed this probably. Not that they're directly related, but Amazon probably realized like they could go into a subscription model service instead of the devs environment and be much better off for themselves. Yeah, I see the slow pivot, as you're saying, what you said, and then also tack on that. I've noticed that powers to be are starting to push Lumberjack as like yard. a... What's up? I believe it's Lumberyard. Or Lumberyard. Yes, Lumberyard. Thank you. Not Lumberjack. Yeah, they're not pushing Paul Bunyan anywhere. <laughs> Anyways. Him and his big blue ox. Um, I've seen powers to be pushing Lumberyard as like, oh, maybe this is the option for your game that you need to develop. So I wonder if they'll start to do just the streaming service and tool set and kind of start to take a different... As long as they provide... Hands-on engineers to explain how Lumberyard works to these devs. There and we go. don't end up with a Frost Engine situation. Mm-hmm. Frostbite. Sorry. Frostbite Engine situation. We'll be all right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. The, it's, I mean, New World getting pushed and looking at everything else, I'm just like, I might be damned too. Yeah, I think so. It's too, it's too old MMO. It's too much like a... Yeah, it's... Uh, the, the the kick with it is, yes, it has all the jokes that like when you and I make are like, let's take all the old parts of... Or parts of old MMOs that kind of worked and some that are like didn't, and let's put them all into one MMO. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. We're going to open up the alpha. Oh, everybody hates this. All right, we'll push it. So you have the chance to drop another alpha or beta to try to find out before you try to release it. But you better have made substantial, based on what I saw, because I couldn't get into the beta, but like based on what I saw, it substantially needed to be changed. Or not necessarily changed, but much more needed to be done. Yeah. Uh, I'm still, I will still follow the new world, uh, We'll, we'll curiously, be, yeah, we'll be following but, the progression. Not even a launch cycle, but the all the news and everything that leads up to that to just see how if they do release another alpha, or maybe the next time they actually do do a beta, I'm going to be really interested to see the reaction of that because if you botched the second time, I could see it just getting canceled. 
not even a three strikes you're out. Two, and we can't figure out how the third strike works, so you're just done. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know. I just feel like some of the other stuff that Amazon's doing is a wiser monetary investment for them than trying to compete in a really competitive game development landscape. Yes. And especially with the development thing. And you're making another, you're making an MMO. We have them. In fact, I've been bombarded constantly on Steam this week that RuneScape is now on Steam. So there's a few you just can't kill. Are you going to give up? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, game development is, requires a lot of imagination. And companies like Amazon generally aren't willing to hire the people that would be making those crazy decisions. And the the other part of that is it's an MMO. It's one of the things that has to be the most unique. Yeah. In, uh, in, in terms of like what makes you stand out from the other ones. Some, you have to have something. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. You can make a million RPGs. All the stories can be different settings and blah, blah, blah. An MMO has almost very specific or very similar. There are the Venn diagrams of what's in an MMO and you throw up two different MMOs and they're like, hey, are there dungeons? Yes. Are there blah, blah, blah? Yes, yes, yes. What's different? Lore. Like, but with this, I struggle to see what what it's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. But we shall persevere. Into story number four, Rockstar Games has acquired Crackdown 2 developer Ruffian Games and rebranded the studio as Rockstar Dundee. The two companies have been working together for at least the last year, according to a job listing for engineers, to develop, quote, unspecified titles, end quote. Ooh, a real narrow that one down. (laughs) (laughs) This was one of those weird things where it was like, Rockstar by studio, but like literally no information. Yeah. And it was like and it's so the Crackdown two developer. Yeah. And, Crackdown and three exists. It almost like a a lot of the uh news media was like it's 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 kinda like they were trying to hide it because like it was so secretive. Yeah, we're just like hush hush. No, no. Silent acquisition. You give us that now. Yeah. That's just weird. It's an interesting one. I guess if you really want to if we want to speculate, Matt, they said titles. That's plural. Are we getting L.A. Noir 2? Is Bully 2 finally coming? Are we going to Midnight Dub whatever edition? GTA 6? I think it's a lot less boring than Red Dead Redemption that. 3? VR? I think they bought them simply as a support studio. Because it did list some games that they've worked on. And there's some weird creatures outside. That was a car. I know. Uh, a gremlin-powered car. No. I think in <laughs> all the games it. were like... They were big games, but they weren't anything that was like theirs. And they named them Rockstar Dundee. GTA 6 takes place in Australia. Confirmed? Confirmed? Crocodile Quote. Dundee? I was trying to think of like, what's a Rockstar game that we want? Bully? I don't know. 
Bully that. 2, I, I know people do want Bully 2. L.A. Noir 2 has always been kind of a conversation because L.A. Noir, I'm pretty sure they've said, takes place in the same universe as GTA. Mm. So people have talked about like L.A. Noir 2 because you'd be kind of bridging into that. like almost You could do uh, Miami Vice-style cop. Vice City 2? But not G- but not the criminal GTA side of it. The, Vice City 2? The you're actually on Vice. I would like Vice City 2. All right. Well, can we stop that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody broke the map machine. All I keep saying is I want Vice City 2. Uh, I was going to say something. I fucking completely forgot. Uh, Crocodile Dundee. Uh, Steve Irwin. Oh, um, Dundee. Isn't that also... Isn't there a place in England called Dundee? Maybe. Did you know that Steve Irwin had a movie? Like a movie movie? Okay. It's pretty terrible. But it's Steve Irwin, so it's like, hey, you know? Yeah, it's not Larry the Cable Guy where all of it's terrible. Yeah, it's like wholesome terrible. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, interesting stuff. Is it like some nature documentary or is it like It's him? kind of, it's it's funny because it's, what's funny is about it. Is it him it, not playing himself? Is that, that's it, part that's of That's the, the funny thing about it is it is him playing himself doing what he does and they've just kind of like put it into a movie plot. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It would have been better if it was him in a suit like playing. Othello. It's kind of got like a Mr. Bean <laughs> thing to it where like oh. he's just kind of doing his own thing. And, like, by him doing what he normally does, it kind of, like, interacts they, they, with the they, plot. Yeah, they build it around that. Yeah. I also would have taken him uh, doing, like, the play Othello <laughs> or Phantom of the Opera. Just do something completely fucking weird for, <laughs> for Crocodile Hunter. All right. Angel of music, giant gator. <laughs> <laughs> He's going down. You know, you know the scene in Phantom, right? Where you're on the, they're on the boat. Yeah, and it's Phantom and Christine, and they're kind of going. Yeah, except it's it's going going down to his fucking. It's weird. not a it's not a boat. They're he's like he's on a crocodile. He's on the back of a crocodile, and he's just got like paddle boarding on the back of a crocodile. <laughs> oh my god. Also, why was he not Captain Hook at some point? If we're going to go into the really weird scenarios, he 100% should have been Captain Hook because the whole time, the whole alarm clock situation with the gator would have been a wholesome moment where Hook tries to save the gator by getting the alarm clock out and they, he crawls halfway in, but the gator doesn't bite him because it all loves him. It's a whole thing. It all works. Gators, well, maybe that was in the works until that evil stingray was like, fuck no, you. Steve, I'm just having fun. Don't <laughs> swim too close. Oh, no, Steve. Uh, for the record, crocodiles and gators not the same thing. But I'm going to interchange them in the story as I see fit. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, they look close. Saltwater, freshwater, they're the same animal. Yeah, both kill you. Unless your name's Steve Irwin, then stingrays kill you. Too soon. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, details have emerged about a partnership between Microsoft and GameStop. I mean, the- details emerged last week. More details. Oh, Nate. shit. More details. These ones are more interesting. <laughs> Significantly more interesting. You know what? Technically, that's good because I was at about a 0. 0.5 out of 10 on the last week's. <laughs> All right. Where was I? Microsoft and GameStop that will see the retailer receive a share of all digital revenues generated by a console sold in their stores. Via all access, though, I believe, right? Specifically. 
Essentially, I didn't see any specifics about oh, that. Okay. Essentially, if a customer has purchased their Xbox Series X or S from any GameStop branch, the retailer will get a share of each digital purchase the user makes, whether it's a full game download or downloadable content. Domo Capital Management, which released these details, even claimed this applies when the DLC is being purchased for a physical base game that was bought at another retailer, which would kind of make sense. This also extends to pre-owned Xbox Series X and S's, uh, with GameStop reporting to Microsoft every unit that it sells. So I'm assuming they are, you know, just serial numbers and they have to be tracking serial. it. They have to be serial tagging them. It's yep. the only way. So then, you know, you make your Xbox account. Microsoft sees that your serial number is attached to your account and says, all right, this account buys some shit. We're going to cut a percentage to GameStop. I mean, listen, if you're trying to help a failing company. Which is weird. I feel like that's weird. Isn't that weird? Reggie works in mysterious ways, Matt. Oh, fuck. Forgot welcome, about that. Welcome to the one, <laughs> the one factor in all of this that no one's talked about. I'm so board member himself. I'm Reggie so ah, and Dewey bought fucking GameStop stock. We I still haven't talked to them about that. Curious. Oh, you know it's probably it's it had to have gone well, up. We, from we, that. we it did go up from the initial announcement, but we never talked to him of like, did he still have it? What did he do? Mm-hmm. But. Reggie fils has begun the inner workings of reviving this husk I of just a retail don't, store. What is the benefit for Microsoft? That's the thing I don't get. Other than, I guess they get a chain like GameStop who's, who's going to try extra hard to pedal Xbox consoles. If you're worried, you might lose a console war. You have a GameStop? If you're worried... You might lose a console war. And you were closing your brick and mortar stores. Because as we do remember, we had the story a little while ago where Microsoft was shutting down their own brick and mortar stores. I mean, there's definitely more GameStops than there are Microsoft stores. There are... There were three. I think there's two now, but... Down in the city. There were, there were three. I think it sounded two. <clears throat> yeah. And... Yeah, there's one a city over and one a city over. There's Isn't four. there two in Utica still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two there, one there, being Herc and one being in Rome. Yeah. So four within 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. One. One used micro- to be one. What used to be one Microsoft store, hour and a half. I was going to say 40 minutes, but all right. From me. Fucking living in the boonies over here. Oh, no, sorry. Fucking. If I reference, if I reference, if I go back, you're right. If I go back to GameStop for you, five minutes for Microsoft, forty. There's your comparison. Settle down over there. I'm Don't need getting, to get your panties in a twist. I'm getting heated because Reggie's got the fucking moves, and he, I can't wait because he's on other things now too. This isn't his only. He's, he's just a. What's born, the other thing he's on now? Uh, he signed on to like sixteen other. Things. I know. That's, that's, he's like, I'm going to retire and just advise everybody. Also, hey, GameStop, you're failing. Advisement: Go sign with the biggest corporation, and actually, while you're at it, I see how old your backend is. Make them redo it. They'll just give you all new things, new Surface tablets. Cool. You have to sell some Office 365 products, and you get to do the Xbox All Access thing. And you know, Microsoft doesn't want to handle it anymore. 
they're just trying to give you guys and let you handle it because they keep having to hire site admins when their site crashes constantly because people are like, give me that Xbox. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There you go. You heard it here first. Reggie fils is the key to next-gen gaming. Maybe we should give like 2020 to Reggie and he can fix that. I wouldn't wish that upon him. It would. It might break Reggie. <laughs> and if there's one thing this world doesn't need, it's a broken Reggie Fizeme. Yeah, we already killed Steve Irwin. <laughs> we we look <laughs> <laughs> as, as we're going through the list of like people that have died this year. I heard in a rumor that the Stingray was from 2020 and he time traveled back. Ah, yes, because he ran into James Cameron's sub. While he was making Avatar 2, and he was like, James, don't make Avatar. And he was like, fuck you. And time, and James Cameron sent that Stingray back as a punishment. And then he killed Steve Irwin on accident because he just appeared below him. Because that's where he got shot at the time portal. And his barb just happened to catch him in the chest. Exactly. Also, <laughs> speaking of subs. I watched Hunt for October the other day. Oh. Such a good movie. I highly suggest people watch it. It's a fave. Every time I see it, I gotta watch it. I I can't really do a great Connery, but you do an Alec Baldwin, maybe. I don't know. There's nothing no, really I identifiable. A, I can do a Connery before I can do an Alec Baldwin. Okay. What are we talking about? Video harder. games. <laughs> Speaking of one for Red October, number six, Blizzard has ceased development on StarCraft Two. 
at least in terms of new content. An update to the game's official website clarified what the team would and wouldn't update going forward, with executive producer Rob Brydenbecker noting that the original StarCraft was receiving new patches more than 10 years after the launch. Brydenbecker also emphasized that esports efforts around StarCraft II will continue through partnerships with the ESL Gaming and GSL. Uh, and if you are curious what those things were that they were going to update and or won't update, you can go find out for yourself, apparently, because we don't give a shit because it's not in my document. <laughs> I made the document, and I don't give a shit. There you have it. I think the only thing at this point that people are like... no, It's like no new content, but... Yeah, people are like, okay, well, cool, you're going to update some stuff. Also, we're StarCraft right? Yeah. Blizzard's getting real close to not be, to getting into a Valve joke. And not being able to count to sequels. It's really just StarCraft 3. Diablo 4 we know is existing. Overwatch 2 exists. Hearthstone there is no such thing as a sequel for. Heroes of the Storm they've already killed. Air quotes. Getting real defensive over there. Calm down. I'm not defensive. I'm just saying like. I made the joke but it doesn't make sense. Oh. Like. Valve Valve can't count to 3. They just legitimately can't. And they actually refused to because they could have called it Half-Life 3. And instead they said, Half-Life Alex. Alex has four letters in it, so fuck all of you. And it's like... I, you know what? It was a good game. It was. I, I don't even... I have nothing to take away from that. It was... Mm, I was going to say it's my best VR experience. We all know that lies with super hot, so I can't, I can't hurt my baby. But the... <laughs> How do I do it? Like it's dead? Yeah. <laughs> Just had a DLC come out. <laughs> Kiss this guy. <laughs> it's great because it's only for you. There's nobody else that gets to see that. Uh, the it is one of the, if not the like, I I want to joke and say like VR super hot VR is the best VR experience. But if you want to talk about a what is what you would think of as a AAA game in VR, drop you in full environments and you have full control of your hands and everything i lost my mind playing the bit of the what 40 minutes i did of alex mm-hmm. just walking out onto the balcony and i was just like i'm gonna pick up things you and should I'm, you should play it i'm just gonna throw plates you for 40 play the minutes whole thing i could have just done that all day maybe maybe when there's nothing to play like early summer yeah early summer uh, yeah let me just sweat my brains off playing alex also you know i'm gonna just shit my pants at some point when i have to kill a head crab Bro, there's a level... Or I'm going to do what I did during the demo, where I did nothing but wear a, st- <laughs> a street coat on my head. <laughs> there's a level where the the creepy... The whole level is just like you're in this dark, fucking dilapidated building. And it's just full of the creepy head crabs. Like, not the regular ones, but the black ones that have the long legs and they're all hairy. I don't know if I've seen those. I don't think I want to. I spent... Description, but... I probably spent, like, halfway through the level, like, half of the level, the beginning half of the level, I was, like, super creepy. Like, I was just, like, slow, methodical, shooting things, just, like, every, I was just, like, I'm not letting anything come near me. Yeah. And then I quickly realized that I was going to run out of ammo, and I had a few scares, so I just said, fuck it. And I sprinted through the whole thing. Basically, with my eyes closed, just like. Ah. Anyways, that's the one topic. thing for Alex where Alex definitely would f- fucks me up. Mm-hmm. Where like playing Super Hot or Beat Saber, they don't mess with me anywhere near as much. 
but there were there was a definite moment during Alex when I'm, you're just it's the it's the movement it's always mm-hmm. the movement for me in VR yeah where it's trying to get used to I think I was doing teleportation yeah but it's like still you're still jarring yourself around and it's just not it's like I I would enjoy playing it but I would also be like I'm playing 30 minutes and I'm done just yeah. to save myself you could play it sitting maybe it might help it might but it it's still just I agree though because there was times even where I like. I never had like I'm I'm pretty like for I'm not one of those people who gets like any sort of motion sickness at all. Yeah. And there was times where like I was getting disorientated and there was at least two times where like I fell over because like my fucking what is that thing called? Uh that keeps your balance. Um Equilibrium? Yeah, or whatever that fucking it was like confused. Like I was confused because like, you know, you're seeing one thing. Your body's feeling another yeah. thing, so you're just like, Ugh. yeah. There, there were uh, when in in playing Alex. That's the one thing. Like, I do get motion sickness. That I'm like the lamest person to take to a amusement park because I just won't hit any of the rides. You give me a bumper cars, we're gonna have a great time. Other than that, it's not great. It's gonna be a bad time. The thing in Alex is 100 percent the motion sickness. We're mm-hmm. not even discussing the story anymore but uh is is the motion sickness where talking about a game that's year old yeah i could feel it in playing just the 30 minutes i did but i did have it was fun to play like the tech demo moments of it when you Mm -hmm. get the when you get the gun when the guy throws it out the window and you pick it up Mm -hmm. i was like i am just gonna shoot things huck this gun make him give me a new one and i'm just gonna kind of do these fun things i think i skeet shot because i think i was throwing plates up and shooting them uh so there were fun things to do it was just, I don't know if I would sit through. Because even in the motion sickness, I don't know if you, if you remember the super hot level I played, where they had you jump out of that second story or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the guy, like, walks off the ledge. And I'm looking down. I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty far. And you just see your foot come out from underneath you, and it plummets you. And I'm like, oh, oh. I, I, like, braced myself. Cause I'm going to eat shit right now. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm still completely okay. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey. Do you want to talk about the WoW patch? Yeah, you know what? We can talk about it. We can talk about it. All right. There's, uh, there's... I got this story. I got some quick things that I wrote down, and then you'll need to expand on them. When obviously. I say quick things he wrote down, I mean when he says quick things he wrote down, it's bullet points with about four words. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to hit some of the things that seemed like the big deal of the patch. If you have questions, Matt... I would be happy to vaguely answer with the small amount of knowledge I have. All right. So a big one seems to be character customization. Uh, more variety, more diversity. You can change your look and sex whenever. Yes. And I have changed my sex on one of my characters. I have also changed my looks on a couple of them. Because they, they, did, they did add a lot more features now. Mm-hmm. Uh, new hairstyles, skin colors, eye colors. You can now have uh, heterochromia. Different eye colors? Yeah. You can have two different eye colors. Interesting. Yeah. So that that allows for some pretty sweet customization. I think there's new facial uh, Did facial you look hairs. at any of the human stuff? Because I heard the human stuff is like, in particular, they spent a lot of time uh, on it. I did not because I do actually do not have a human character. I figured. I have, I'm a horde player, but I do have alliance players just for, to see another side of a story. But none of them are human. The lesser side of the story. Usually, actually, that's kind of how that happens. <laughs> uh, but uh, none of them are humans draenei worgen whatever uh, i have seen some humans pop up on reddit that people have uh re-customized and looks Looking like good. there's a lot more options too 
Um, the sex change thing is pretty cool because before you had to actually pay to do a sex change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you can just go into the barbershop, swap. And it's like, okay, cool. You want to, I, I, I think I did it on two characters actually. It's like, cool. Just a different, another feature. All right. No reason it should have ever been tied to real money anyway. Cause it doesn't actually change anything. There's a couple of things uh, other than look, there's a couple of, uh, I think it's the children's week title is either is if you're a woman, it's matron your name and father would be patron your name. So that's the, I did notice that on one of my characters that had it, it flipped the titles. It's like you, you are no longer patron because you are now female. You are now matron. I was like, Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, the other thing that I, which I think is arguably my favorite thing about it is druids which is my main going into Shadowlands and has been for the last two expansions. The Druids, you can go to the barbershop and uh, rather than use glyphs, which is what you had to use before for what your your bear form or your cat form or whatever looked like, you can go now to the barbershop and choose specifically what they're going to look like. Oh, that's So you can cool. just go and you're like, there's your options. Which one would you like to be? Cool, and blah, blah, blah. So I actually did that, and that was... That was actually probably my favorite part about the whole new customization thing. It's like, let's not have these 9,000 glyphs that I need to hot swap on and off or whatever. Like, just let me choose what I want to look like when I go into that form. Okay, cool. Awesome. And then I can change it back into another, you know, change it to another thing if I ever want. But dope. That was quite good. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll show you that a little bit after. All right. Um, next up, we have readjusted leveling and levels, which includes the infamous squish to 50 um and instead of questing through vanilla burning crusade wrath of the lich king and blah 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 through the expansions players just choose one leveling experience so uh, once a player hits level 10 they speak to chromie yes don't know why i specifically wrote that in there uh who will set them on a journey through a single expansion so the next 40 levels will only take about 10 to 15 hours, depending on your experience and play style. Play pa- player pace, I guess. Yeah, player pace. Uh, it which, is called Chromie time. Which so. seems like from... what Prior to the squish in this new patch was the... That was not the length. Like the leveling this, time was still this, massive, right? This leveling time... Massive, yes. This leveling time is shorter. Okay. It is shorter to reach uh, 50, which is what they're basing it on, because that's even though 60 will be max when Shadowlands mm-hmm. comes out, the base is from 0 to 50 or 10 to 50, depending on what class you are doing. Uh, I believe 0 to 50, people have it around 8 hours if you just move. Mm-hmm. So 10 to 15 is about right if you're not. If you don't know everything you want to do. so mind-blowing to me. But yeah, you can you can get to max level pretty quick now. Uh Chromie time's nice because you can now avoid... If you don't like expansions, you can just avoid them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which, cool. But you can just play one expansion the entire way if you wanted to. And you'll still reach max, max level at the same time. Or, you know, not same time, but... And then be ready where you'll hit 50. And they'll go, cool. Time for you to go to the Shadowlands and just kick you out of wherever the hell you were. And drop you ready to go to Shadowlands. And that's not even a joke. There are people complaining about that. That when you hit 50, they yanked you out of wherever you were, teleported you back to a city, and were like, get ready to go to Shadowlands. Because you stopped being able to earn experience. Once you hit 50. Once you hit 50, without going into the new content. 
Mm-hmm. You can't continue leveling in the old content. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. It's just, I don't know if they really needed to just yank you out. Yeah. Um, uh, put, probably put a put giant warning that says you're no longer earning experience. Do you want to stay here? Yes, no. And if you say no, they'll port you and do it. But if you say yes, like, hey, I'm in the middle of the storyline and I'm actually curious because I'm a new player and I've never seen it. I'm sure that's something they'll change. I, I hope so. It shouldn't. It won't affect me because yeah, you've been. I've done all it all a million times. Nerd. Uh, new to. <laughs> There's a new tutorial. Uh, Exiles Reach. Um, first ten levels with a unique quest for each class, culminating in a mini dungeon. Yeah, so you don't have to do that. Uh, when you create yep. a character, you have the option. It'll tell you, you know, do you want to do the Exiles Reach or do you want to just start in your normal starting area? Uh, I do plan on creating a character just to experience that because I'm curious what it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're supposed to get through, I believe, the first tens and yeah, culminating in a dungeon. So it get, kind of gives you a good taste a, of here's what you're going to expect towards the end. It's a weird... I find it strange because WoW has a very consistent base. Yes. And they've been with the game for a long time. Yes. Yet they basically made the game super approachable for our new players. Yes. It's just like, it's just, it's interesting. It's also scary when you think about it. What have we just always discussed when it comes to wow numbers? Yes. When people, some people, you, others mm-hmm. have asked, should I play? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. My answer before has been like, yes, it's fun, but it might take you a bit to get to the end where I already am. Yeah. That's the thing. It now is, could take you ten hours. I've hopped in, so I, I, I've hopped into the WoW experience. I've I've dipped my toes into the WoW experience, and that's the that is the best way to describe it. I have dipped my toes in on multiple occasions throughout its lifespan. Vanilla, uh, Burning Crusade. Burn. No, I don't think I did Burning Crusade. Wrath. Wrath. Uh, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Pandaria. I don't think I did Pandaria. Draenor. Did Draenor. So I dipped my toes in randomly, sporadically throughout, and never has it been, I would say, a short leveling experience. Yeah. So for <laughs> so, it to be, you know, I think you're probably closer to like 8 to 12. So like when it was vanilla, like... There could be whole levels that could take you eight hours. I think when Todd and I leveled, I'd have to double check my character's play time. We were at... Oh, God. I don't remember. It took us a while. Long while. Mm-hmm. That's fucking... That's crazy to me. I'm I'm so... My mind is, is 20-something days, maybe? About how they how more accessible it is. Or I guess 20-something days, but that wasn't play time. Play time wasn't 20-something days. It was... It took us just in our playing time, like twenty something days. The the you thing, you can sit down on a Saturday and potentially hit max level. Yeah, the thing that I find interesting, well, not really interesting about it. My concern now, though, is that say they accomplish what they seem to be trying to do, and they get an influx of new players. Yep, you're going to get these new players who have leveled fairly quickly, who have no, who have a limited knowledge of how the end game plays and and uh in the the meta and everything so yes i know what you mean Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get them 
but clashing with the the seasoned veterans. Yes, I know what you mean. But I think I just said that. But, but. <laughs> the that's always been happening. Yes, it's just this. It might happen on a slightly larger scale. Also, you'll you'll learn because even though you're hitting max level, you're getting to fifty, and then you have ten levels of normal time in Shadowlands to like start learning and not even start learning, but like 10 normal levels in Shadowlands versus speed time and chromie time. I don't think they're two different experiences. They're definitely going to be two different experiences in terms of you're not going to level as fast in Shadowlands as you are going through chromie time. Mm -hmm. So it'll give you more learning and yada yada and doing, I'm betting each zone probably finishes with an instance. So you'll have to, in order to finish that, that zone's quest line, you'll have to do that instance. You know, you'll, you'll start learning more of that. Also, you could be a person that just doesn't give a shit about instances and just wants to PVP also completely valid and completely an option. So it all depends on what you want at the end of the game. And you need to just have, hopefully, and this is the one part that always comes down to wow. Hopefully you find a group of people, whether it be a guild or your friends or something, or even a friend that you know when you log on or have to ask a question to, they can either give you a hand, answer a question for you, or even point you in the right direction a la Wowhead or something. And you are never going to be at the true, like, I've literally never looked at anything on this and I have no idea. I just put my face on the keyboard and it works like. That can get you a lot of places, but you will not that you won't even ever reach the top. There will just be potentially a certain time where you can't even complete the minimal thing because you aren't paying attention. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, why do I keep dying? Hey, it's because you keep standing in the fucking fire. (laughs) Like, there are still potentially those newbie moments that Exiles Reach can't prepare you for. The first ten levels of the game can't murder you in fire constantly. Or can it? God, some, I wish I wish that, the, and I don't know. I need to do the dungeon. I wish there are two things in that dungeon: a giant elevator, because elevator bosses kill everybody, and fire. Because okay. people walk just into elevators without the elevator being there, and just plummet. It's entertaining to watch. Elevator bosses, man, they're the worst ones in games. Uh, like, all you have to do, wait for the platform to come back up. What do people not do? Nope. Go straight down. Unpruning. Blizzard yes. giving back some uh, some abilities that they might have snatched away. They might have, as one would say, pruned. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So actually, cool. are uh, you looking forward to that at all? Yeah, I've I've gone through and because when this dropped, they took and reset all of your characters' talents. So I've gone back in and put talents back on my characters and looked at. Uh, set up their spell bars again and stuff like that just with the spells they added back and stuff like that there's a bunch that used to be maybe so i'm gonna use the druid as an example again you might have been feral so you were all in your cat form and you had abilities that were specific to that meow exactly but now that you might be restoration the healer druid there are some that they took out of being specified to the cat and made them baseline so it doesn't matter what specialization you're in you have access to that ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also did bring back some 
talent or some abilities that they had taken away in previous expansions. One of them I kept seeing come up was some hunter call of the something. It was like a hunter thing, I guess that was popular. Okay, yeah. I don't know. But there's been there's been quite a few. I mean, uh, there's a couple of classes. I think it was on my unholy death night, and I was like, I was like, I do not have enough macros currently for the amount of abilities I might have to hit. Where do I want to put them strategically so I can click them fast? <laughs> um, and finally, this is not the whole pre-patch. Uh, something, something, uh, Scourge Invasion. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, at some point, I believe they're going to kick off the Scourge Invasion, which is supposed to be the Shadowlands pre-patch thing where you can get infected and become a zombie and blah, 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 but it was causing a bunch of griefing and problems on the PTR, so they've currently, I think, delayed it to balance it. They also have a bunch of stuff that they need to balance that still doesn't make sense in retail. Like, they dropped this, and it's like, okay, cool. If we're beta testing this to make sure things are working, that's fine. I'm happy it's still here, and it will test things. But there was, uh, I can't remember what it was. If it, I think Todd was reading me an ability or a proc or something. It was like, whenever you deal 1 million damage, uh, good news, you ain't doing that anymore. You're not even going to come close to that. Mm. <laughs> so it's like some of the random things just don't have numbers tweaked at all where they should have been. So, hmm. Well, there you go. There's the patch. There it is indeed. Now for something so Matt-related, you might fall asleep. Number eight. It's in here for you. I knew it was. Every, <laughs> t- every time I see the words marketing consultancy, I assume you put it in here for me. So number eight, marketing consultancy. Simon Kucher and partners released a report titled, quote, The Global Gaming Study, The Future of subscriptions, end quote. Let's hear some numbers. Nate has sold out on a reported base of 17,000 times. The report was based on a representative sample of more than 13,000 people from 17 countries conducted in May and June. According to the survey, 35% of gamers around the world stopped that. Absolutely stopped that. You can't survey... Less than a quarter million people and tell me that 13% or 13,000 represent the world. Stop it. Holy shit, do I hate this. Anyway, we're going to continue and I'm going to stop talking. No, I'm not. Wait, that doesn't make sense. According to the survey, 35% of the gamers around the world have active gaming subscriptions, but they are not distributed equally. In the U.S., only 20% of gamers were actively paying for a subscription service, while gamers were more than twice as likely to be subscribers in markets like India and Indonesia. 80% of respondents already signed up for one subscription service, they said. They were either already subscribing... Wait, what? What Signed up for one subscription service. I might have uh, oh, fucked that up. I got it. So 80% of respondents already signed up for one subscription service, said that they were either already subscribing to multiple such services or were interested in having multiple subscriptions. As for what would entice them to sign up, subscribers were broadly united in saying that the quality of games on offer was the most important factor. When non-subscribers were asked about their reasons, the number one factor was price, with a desire to own games rather than rent access to them being another top concern. Yep, makes sense. 
that both those concerns are valid. The idea of owning it versus renting it. Uh, I hate to tell you guys, when you own a physical disc, you also don't own the game, but that's another discussion. You still just now own a physical license for the game, but we're not gonna we're gonna ignore that <laughs> that uh, nitpickiness from me. And then, yeah, the thirteen thousand number. I like we're you know what? Hey, we're a little bit broader. Seventeen countries this time. We're not going to discuss the thirteen thousand and what seventeen countries and how that breaks down because I'm sure it's not great. <laughs> Out of uh, in the U.S., how many of that thirteen thousand was in the U.S.? Did we only get two people out of Europe? Like, is that a thing? Europe's not a country. I know. I'm just saying. So yeah, it's it's an interesting study on game subscriptions, but it lines up with exactly what I would think. And I actually think that number is higher. I don't think the idea that saying thirty five percent of the world is in, is interested in gaming subscriptions, I think, is horribly wrong. I think that number is probably much higher in terms of when they say gamers in the world, which therefore let's narrow it to the giant pie chart that is gamers. And I will take out of this pie chart, I will take a Pac-Man sized slice and say that that part is not interested in gaming subscriptions. And I will leave the rest of Pac-Man to say that it is. And what qualifies as interested? And what qualifies as gaming subscription? Now, when I specify that question, I specify it with the idea of is Game Pass a gaming subscription? Is is wow. Is WoW a gaming subscription? Is Apple our, Apple what, what's the Apple one? Is it Arcade? Arcade, yeah. No, they have like a bigger one now that's included there too. Because that's the thing. If Plus, you can, I don't know what they call yeah, it. Yeah, and it includes gaming. That could be considered a gaming Play Store has a subscription. Yeah. PS Now or whatever. Is Stadia considered as a gaming subscription? Because that's a streaming thing, Luna. But game, but Game Pass isn't a streaming thing. So now you have Game Pass and XCloud. That's yeah. two. That's a two counter for Microsoft, depending on how you define this thing. <laughs> so it's 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 the part where I don't. It's a hard thing to uh, to sometimes explain to people that don't get it in terms of the gaming sense. Because you go, hey, it's like Netflix, mm-hmm. but to them they press play and it works, which is the Stadia XCloud Luna idea. Oh, and Ubisoft has theirs. EA has theirs. But it's those those are your game streaming, what literally is a game streaming one. The other ones are what we would consider a game subscription service, a la you get a library of things that you get to download. So instead of Netflix being a readily streamable thing, you could queue up and download. I'm trying to think of the latest Netflix movie, but you download that movie. Hubie and, Halloween. Okay, so you watch Hubie Halloween. <sighs> I think that's what it's called. You watch one of the Halloween movies. I'm pretty sure they're probably it's a fucking Adam Sandler movie. Oh god! All right, so yeah, you drop, you download that to your local Netflix box of sorts, whatever it is, your TV or whatever, and then you actually run it locally from there, and then you'd have to go in and delete it and then download another one, versus just having it readily on demand. So sometimes there's there's enough of a what are we defining, or mm-hmm. are we saying all of it is the same thing for the purpose of this survey? But that's how it sometimes can get a little bit skewy when you're trying to explain it to somebody. It's like Netflix. Oh, so I press it and go. Not really. No. But in some situations, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, and somewhat no. 
it's like a, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the sketch. Yes, but technically no. <laughs> All right, number nine, Assassin's Creed Valhalla launches in less than a month, and Ubisoft has revealed what kind of rig you'll need to play the game. You thrilled about this? You look thrilled about this. Can I say I don't care? I mean, you can. But we're doing it anyway. <laughs> what I liked about this one and why it's on here is... I they... mean, we love, we love specs. Let's be clear. We do love recommended specs because they're always interesting. Especially when we saw the cyberpunk ones, which were much lower than we thought. What I like about this one, though, is you get a nice little chart. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Why are there so many columns? All right, let me come over to you. I mean, you don't have to come over. I mean, I can just pull my mic out. Minimum recommended high enthusiast ultra. There's five columns. Yeah, they're all based on resolution. Oh, and then that's your, okay, so that's your average performance graphing the GPU, CPU, RAM, OS, storage. Why do you have the OS column? Or OS row? Why is that there? And the storage column, too. It's consistent throughout the whole thing. Yeah, what? Uh, so they, Ubisoft or whichever Ubisoft studio made this lovely chart, and it breaks it down by column, minimum recommended high, enthusiast, and ultra, and they equate it to essentially a resolution. So you have your 1080p, 30 frames per second, all the way up to 4K, 60 frames per second, or 30 frames per second. They don't they don't have it listed as 60. So, you know, come on now, what you think we have PCs? And uh, it's what you would expect. I mean, uh, Assassin's Creed is um, not well optimized traditionally. So, uh, and they actually fucked this up, I'm pretty sure, because there's some typos. Okay, great. So, we'll point those out for fun. The Enthusiast column is before the Ultra column. And Enthusiast is 1440p at 60 frames per second. The Ultra column is 4K at 30 frames per second. You would one would assume that the ultra specs would be higher, but they're not because I think they fucked up. So they have a 2080 super in the enthusiast column for 1440p at 60 frames per second, and just a regular 2080 in the 4K one. There's they swapped no them, way. and they swapped the they swapped the CPUs as well. There can't be any way you need the Super to run 30 more frames. Yeah, on a lower resolution. Yeah. Anyways, uh, anything noteworthy on here? Um, What's what's the 1080 specs? Let's just do the minimum. Let's go give just a quick little rundown of minimum specs. Minimum uh, 1080p, 30 frames per second at a low preset is a AMD R9 380 or a GTX 960. Okay, so we're still in the 900s. And it's a 60, not even a 70. Yep. Ryzen 3 1200. It's old. Yeah. Intel i5 4460. That's old. That's worse than that one. Uh, let, we'll go up to high. That's in the middle. Uh, that's 1080p at 60 frames per second on a high preset. Uh, you're looking at a AMD Vega 64. And a GTX uh, 1080 uh, oh. with a Ryzen 7, 7, Ryzen 7 1700 and an Intel i7 6700. Interesting. 
And then it bumps up into like the 2080s and yeah, it gets higher. Ryzen 5 3600 and the i7 8700. Hey, that's what I have. Yeah, both of ours in the same preset. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Uh, that's it. That's it for that. Fun stuff. Not really. Interesting stuff. More, I think, is always important to give the minimums because that's if you just pass the minimums, then who cares? If you are shooting for 4K, obviously you care about that. But I mean, like, if you're just looking to play the game on PC, there's your minimums. Do you have that? Cool, you can play. Yeah. Number 10. Last Friday, a rare first edition Charizard went. <laughs> I love saying it like that just to annoy people. Okay. Went up for auction. Called the Pokemon Trading Card Games crown jewel by iconic auctions the starting bid was set at forty thousand dollars when the smoke cleared the card went for one hundred eighty three thousand and eight hundred and twelve dollars the buyer none other than the rapper known as logic or former rapper now twitch streamer logic uh with fees the total cost came to about two hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a Pokemon card. For a first edition Charizard, Matthew. $220,000. Oh, listen, 40, that was fees. So like 180000 Yeah. Ridiculous. For a Pokemon card. I can't wait to see what Yu-Gi-Oh cards are going for. Ha ha. Big joke, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, God. That's for if Dewey's listening. Just so I can get the hearty, just the one big belly ha out of him. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money for a Pokemon card. I'm pretty sure... Being in the card business, that I am... <laughs> Let me put on my monocle. The... Like, a first edition box. Which I think is like two pack widths wide mm-hmm. as a stack. I don't remember how many are in there. Just getting like a box of those unopened. Stupid money. Really? Because they're first edition. They're not printed ever. Like those are the first edition ones that people are hunting for this Charizard and some other stuff. And it's like just buying the box unopened with a shot at potentially having it in it. Probably a couple thousand. Easily. Makes me vomit. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know. But if you hit their it, own, if you hit it, to each their own. You pay for the box immediately. Yeah, true. And apparently, then some, because logical buy it for two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so ridiculous. It is. But yeah, uh, it's been siete days since we have recorded. So what? Have you been up to? Uh, you know, chilling. Finished the boys. Um, we did finish. We both did finish the boys. Yep. Uh, good way to end the season, I think. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but solid it's, show. It's it's a good way to end the season, and it still leads itself for season three. Yep. Uh, very a lot. Of, what I liked about the boys is first off. And the season, I, season three thing is not a spoiler, by the way. That was confirmed like midway through the show that they got renewed for season three. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. Um, is it, it's eight episodes, right? It was eight, or is it seven? Doesn't matter. It was eight, eight or seven. 
It, it was eight. I, okay. Eight. Eight. You say seven. Eight. Six. Eight. So five. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it's not super long. Uh, and every episode was like a fucking roller coaster. There was a lot in each episode. Like, I think we were talking about it two weeks ago, maybe, or something. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't caught up yet. Yeah. And we are just like, I don't even remember. I can't say what happened in what episode. Because so much happens that I don't remember where it happened. Yeah. I know the timeline of where it happened, but I don't remember if I was in episode five or episode three. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Um, so the boy's good. Go watch it. Uh, still watching Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman's Long Way Up, their motorcycle adventures um, on their electric bikes, uh, which is fine. Um, uh, looks gorgeous. Like, uh, you know, visually. Yeah. Always blows my mind. Um, watching uh, volleyball anime. Fantastic. Of course. Uh, playing Watch Dogs 2. The game's fucking terrible. Which, <laughs> I think, I don't know if we were doing the podcast at that point, but I'm pretty sure that was, I if I if if we were doing the podcast at that point, I definitely said that on this show, but that was my one thing. People were like, oh, Watchdog 2 is so good. I'm like, what are we talking about? No, I don't actually think it is. I don't see I how I don't necessarily it's... that it's dog shit, but it definitely has a lot of problems in it. It's bizarre. Like I'm, I'm not really that far into the game, but like it's the storylines mega cheesy. Um, it the is, skill the fun- trees and everything don't really seem relevant. And the funny thing with the storyline, if if I remember correctly, it starts off with a decent potential premise, and it's if I remember correctly, and I might be wrong, but it starts off similar of like beaten down person, blah blah blah, has chance to go on full rebellion, but then it turns into. You know what? Remember the conversation we had a few weeks ago about Ubisoft games all looking like they're cut from the similar cloth? Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of when that started. Yeah. Because now you could just take that game and merge it in with any of the ones that currently exist and you'd go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, So we'll see how far I get into it. I'm trying to just beeline through the main story. Um, Not that I think it's going to be relevant to Legion. Um, I there will hmm. probably be callbacks to like that group of characters and Marcus yeah. and whatever, but I don't think they'll actually. It's I, kind of. Are you are you far enough to have met T Bone again? No, he comes back. So they talk. T Bone comes back, and they do at some point mention Aiden. Just okay, that, just that he exists. You don't deal with him, but you actually specifically deal with T Bone, which is also. Almost shoehorned in. Uh, it's kind of having the reverse effect. Like, I kind of thought it would get me interested in Legion, and yeah. it's kind of having the opposite effect. Turning like, off. I don't want any more of this. So I we'll think see. the... I, I don't know if I would necessarily die on this hill, but I would definitely stand behind it in an argument. Watch Dogs 1 is better than 2. I would uh, definitely agree at this point. I think... The part that a lot of people don't like about one is they're like, oh, it's such a dark and gritty blah, blah, blah. And it's not really like Aiden Pierce isn't a a compelling character. I don't know what you saw in two that was anywhere near any of that because it wasn't. I think you just like the idea of a brighter universe and you got it. And then you gave Marcus an AK-47 and I don't understand why I'm hacking anything. 
That's exactly it. Like, there's no incentive to do what the game's about. Yeah. It's easier and faster to just kill everyone, go to the ejected real quick, and then leave. Yeah. Um, The other thing, too, is that, like, in hindsight, like, having played all of Ubisoft's other stuff and then going back to play Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. It's the same shit. Like, you can see Watch Dogs the- was different than everything else that the first Watch Dogs was a, really a different... It was darker and grittier now, whereas everything Ubisoft and, does is like, yay, let's fucking shoot everyone while we're wearing, like, rainbow shirts and fucking we have, I don't know, gold shoes on or something. Yeah, there's the, the character customization of it, like, the it's the T-Rex suit before the T-Rex suit. Yeah. And you can you can trace the beginning of of what we're talking about with this Ubisoft, the current Ubisoft era, to Watch Dogs 2, basically. Hey. Ghost Recon kind of had it, but didn't have the the craziness that Watch Dogs had. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated them being more expressive and and kind of doubling down on the dead sec thing and stuff like that. But it was this the story's botched. It I don't like. I find myself struggling a lot when I was playing it. Of like, mm-hmm. I, do I even want to finish this? I think I finished it in twelve hours. I think twelve hours of my playtime, and I was like, I'm good and done. Trying to watch the cutscenes is painful because the characters are so fake. It's just like yeah, there's just so many. There's so many moments where I was just like, I don't even care anymore. And, like, going back to the problem, Aiden had a pistol. So you were limited in how much you could actually just run and gun. You couldn't do it. And also the driving in that game, when you were running around the cops in Chicago, you could run away from the cops and actually need to change lights to cause accidents or lift bridges and stuff like that. And two, it actually distracts you more than anything else. Yeah, you can just tear around in San Francisco and never hack a thing and you'd be fine. Yep. It's just like I, I don't know. It does. It doesn't do anything for me in terms of. I'm still interested in Legion, because it seems like we can potentially go back to uh, like a happy medium between the two, mm-hmm. because you're giving me a potentially in Legion. You're giving me a wide range of characters. That I can be an old granny. I can be James Bond. I can be this construction worker. I can be this little robot creation lady that flies. I think it was that uh, bee person. She's like mm. a beekeeper, but they're all electrical, electrical drones. So you'll get still the goofiness, I think, of two, but with a variety of gameplays where it's not like the granny has an AK. Yeah. The granny instead has a little pee pee shh and just, oh, I got a one little shot. Pew. Oh, no, I missed. <laughs> And she's out of it. She's done. She has a heart attack and she dies. You know, old people. But the the idea that like she would have an AK would if basically actually yeah that's the perfect translation. Give Granny and Legion an AK. There's your Watch Dogs two problem. Yeah. Why does she have any reason to be stealthy? She's a grandmother with an AK. Just obliterate the construction site. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. How about you? The huge would be the answer normally. Uh, doing a little bit of the World of Warcraft, seeing how the pre-patch has dropped. Haven't act- I've just logged in and kind of looked at characters. Haven't actually played anything to test how it goes. Might do that a little bit tonight, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, FM Season 3 is officially completed. So we are now into the off-season. and we'll It's like just the furthest you guys have gotten, right? This is officially the furthest we have ever gotten. We have not- I don't think we've ever completely finished two seasons before, and now we are three seasons deep. Um, 
we're, new standards the, to live well, up the to. more that we play not just this year mm-hmm. but like the more versions we play the more we know what we want to do and how we want to do it so we don't need to waste time like just looking at menus that don't actually do anything for us and we're much more efficient in our usage of time while we're in the game which allows us to get further through things um there's that playing some mlb the show uh and i played some among us last weekend how'd that go i was the imposter three times i won two of those i almost won the last one but i screwed up one of my kills and i couldn't talk my way out of it i screwed up i doubled back to something and i was like crap they're right there and it kind of ruined me um the other one the very very first game not the first game we played but the that was my first time ever playing among us Mm -hmm. i had dabbled of like i went to the tutorial and kind of like learned how to do some of the mini games i've also watched a lot of people play it so i know what i'm doing uh and it's not like it's it's not a complex game that you have to learn you just either kill people or you don't and you do tasks pretty simple the and the first time i tried to play there were some rage quitters in the group right after i joined or sorry right before i joined and then the group kind of fell apart that night, so I didn't get to play. So, uh, our social media manager arranged the group. We played. A couple games in, I got to be the imposter for the first time ever, and I killed every single person. We were playing with only seven people, maybe, so we were only... That was going to be my question, was, how's that work? I think we were playing with seven people, so we had played with only one imposter. So, it was okay. just me. And I managed to kill everybody. And I was like, yeah, good job. Then the second time... I think it was the second time. Yeah, second time I was an imposter, we were playing with eight or ten people, so we had gone up to two imposters. And my imposter cohort DC'd, so they were dead, effectively. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... Does it tell you? So say you're an imposter DCs, and you DC, does it tell them that they... Like, do they know that they were an imposter? The person... Well, wait, what? Does the group know? No. Okay. There's just, there's just now a, a dead person mm-hmm. because... They DC'd. It tells. Okay. It says in the game that they DC'd, but it doesn't tell them if you're an imposter or not. That's good. So you can tell that they DC'd and it's not an imposter kill, mm-hmm. but you don't know if they were one or weren't one. Um, and I just saw it happen and I was like, shit. Now I have to do this all by myself. And I won. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, but my heart gets racing sometimes playing the imposter because I'm just I'm like, I gotta, I gotta look like I'm doing things. And still get these kills off while also not being around somebody that automatically sees me. Uh, And then the last time I got down to me and two other people, or it was me and three other people, I killed the third one. And then I ran into the other two, not where I was expecting them to be. And I was like, shit, if they run run where I just came from, they're going to find the body. And they ran down. I was like, ah, if you had just run the other way, I would have gotten away with it. Um. I did have a fun time uh, busting our social media person. There was a, there was one moment in particular where I was looking through. She was going to kill somebody. She was an imposter. And I was just kind of running around doing one of my tasks. But then I was kind of just looking around at the same time. And I see one of our other, one of my other crewmates doing a task. So I just kind of pop in the door. And right as I pop through the door, she pops out of the vent. And I... And I was the we were in the cafeteria room. I don't remember what the name of the map is, but it's 
in the cafeteria right where the emergency meeting button was. And so she pops out and I just run over and smash the emergency <laughs> button. And I was like, she just vented and she just starts laughing. She's like, I couldn't be, I can't even hide it. I just, <laughs> you weren't supposed to see me. You weren't supposed to come around the corner right then. <laughs> I literally, it's equivalent of open the door. Poop. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, this is awkward. Guess I'm going to go report that real quick. <laughs> so yeah, it was a fun time. Nice. Yeah. That's really all for me. Finish watching the boys. Might start up another show. I got to start finishing some books here. So that'll be a little bit of a, a detour. But yeah. Been the whole thing. Yeah. I got none. Cool. That's it then. And we will see you. Or you'll hear us. In seven days. Later. Bye. Even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.